0: deserve it is Christine Conte and I'm Brian
1: Prendergast and we
0: are two fit crazy and the microphone we are where it's at mm-hmm. Brian's gonna win the Powerball billions tonight, billions with a B told me with a B B all right okay yeah. B
1: why not somebody's okay. winning it all right. right at might some as point well be you might as well be me all right dollar and a dream but now it's like three bucks, or something like that. It's like, come it's on not now! Sense, your, huh? whole, your whole advertising oh. campaign of a dollar in a dream is now uh, tripled. But, hey, speaking
0: but, of dreams, lots
1: of dreams oh, today. I love it. Oh,
0: millionaire mindset coming at you today uh, because Daniel Gomez inspires, and I can't wait for you to hear Daniel Gomez. He is. Just walks the walk and has a great backstory and was in corporate and then took care of his wife who was sick and she's okay now, Um, just to make sure. And then went into like business and coaching and speaking and does all of these amazing, I want to say he's got a show, he's got a couple books, he puts on um, retreats and has people out for... Say conferences, but yeah, yeah no, it's his to, own conferences, oh masterminds.
1: Gosh. You know, Woo. some people go to his house to hang out, you know, you get to do the mastermind there. It's uh, awesome, you know, it's very, very good. And he's a motivational speaker, and you know, just uh, he motivated us today, that's for sure. Uh, you know, I feel inspired when we have these conversations, and this is just one of those shows that uh, you know, we get to do this, Christine. Yeah. You, we you get,
0: get to remind yourself, yeah, I was saying that the other day that. You know, sometimes we have pity parties for ourselves, which can, can because we get yeah. kicked in the, you know what, sometimes in life. But when you surround yourself with people who are like, yeah, no, that's yeah. not what, you're not going to trash talk yourself. And- you're good. Here, get your eyes on the prize, the goals. I think more people need to do that, whether it's a podcast or just the people you hang around, right? Like Daniel Gomez. Yeah. No, I mean,
1: look, people spend spend good money to hear this man speak and motivate them. And here we are, an audience of two plus all of you. Yeah. uh, You you know, who have this conversation and uh, I needed it and I usually do, right? Right. Why wouldn't we? We We all need it. We come in here on
0: Fridays and we're like, oh, thank God. Oh, (laughs) it's time.
1: Yeah. You know, we all need it. So uh, uh, listen, you need this one, so enjoy you know. it. Daniel you know. Gomez is fantastic. He's coming He's to us from giveaways. San Antonio, Texas. He's giveaways. got giveaways for us. Uh, we'll make sure that that's all in the show notes, so make sure you check that out.
0: But yeah, his you can get uh, the com. We're going to put this in there, but you can get uh, the link, a custom little discovery session with him. Not only that, but also a copy of his and all the info of what he does honestly please check him out Um, he's got some really great information and motivation and inspiration and all the things so um Brian what do you think
1: I think we should get to this episode of 2 Fit Crazy in a Microphone podcast here we go Mm -hmm.
0: another amazing episode of the two fit crazies brian how you doing
1: i'm doing well i'm very excited we got a live wire here christine Ooh, i can tell already we do
0: uh welcome welcome the one and only daniel gomez to the show how are you today
2: I'm pumped. I'm excited. And I took I ate some extra Wheaties because I was with two fit crazy today. <laughs> but I said, I, I just can't have one bowl of Wheaties. I got to have two bowl of Wheaties today. So I'm pumped up. I'm ready. And, uh, thank you for having me guys. I'm, I'm excited, man, to be here with both of y'all. So I thank you. I love today. it. I
0: love Wheaties. Double down you on the Wheaties. I haven't had Wheaties in a while.
2: That's a- very underrated. Cause yeah. you know, like as a kid, you're like,
1: no Wheaties. Like there's no sugar. There's no cartoon. There's no marshmallows. There's no. You know, shooting stars, rainbows, or anything like that. But it's the but, breakfast but if you of want to be like Mike, yeah. right.
2: <laughs> right. wanted, I need your Right. I want to be like Mike. <laughs> everyone
0: wanted to be on the Wheaties box. Like, that was a thing. I don't think kids now want to be on the Wheaties box, you know? Just throwing it out there. So,
1: so real true story. My friend Ajay Wilson, uh, who's the American world record holder, record holder was the world uh, American record holder in the eight hundred meters track athlete, great Olympian, all that. She was on the box of Wheaties. <gasps> Yeah, she's like local girl, and uh it's like, wow, that's you cool. actually were on the box wow. of Wheaties. That's 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 some claim you can I'd drop run that with on that your, for the rest of you my put life. put that on your LinkedIn. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my god! On the box of Wheaties, I was I was famous for a while. <laughs> oh my gosh!
0: So, Daniel, tell our listeners from around the globe, where are you coming to us from?
2: I'm in the big state of Texas and I'm in the beautiful city of San Antonio and I love it. We finally got some rain yesterday. We we're in drought season all summer. We got like five inches yesterday, so it was great. But San Antonio is my home and this is where we have our live events and a lot of the nice things that we do for the world and just that's my pitch where I got home. San Antonio, Texas. And no, before anybody asks, I don't have a cow and I don't have a horse. <laughs>
1: Oh. That's a fairly metropolitan place for a cow and a horse, right? You look pretty silly in San Antonio, right? The Riverwalk with a cow and a horse. I
2: mean, yeah, yeah. People say you're from Texas, so you have a horse. You have a cowboy hat. I'm like, no, not everybody in Texas has a horse, mm. right?
0: <laughs> I, I haven't been to many places in Texas where it's like I haven't been to like ranches. You know, mainly cities. So,
1: huh? I, I drove a motorcycle once from Dallas to. Austin, I'm sure you did, and that was pretty cool. Like, I was by myself. I got off the flight and went down that way, and it was pretty cool. I all I wanted to see was like one of them oil rigs, like bumping <laughs> up and down, like in the middle of nowhere. And I did that. I saw it. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Oh, <laughs> Texas. <my>. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. But not so much San Antonio, right? San Antone. Is that what it said? San Antonio. <laughs>
2: San, San. The 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 Hispanic say San Antonio, right? San San Anto. <laughs> But no, oh, born born and raised here. Actually, um, my my goal in life was to buy a dealership, right? I, I bled Chevrolet Blue for many years Ooh. in 2017 when my wife was diagnosed with breast cancer. That's when everything in my world went upside down. And next thing you know, I resigned to take care of her because she got a double mastectomy, got depressed on me, and I had to make a decision as a man. Was I going to honor my wife and take care of her? Or was I going to hire somebody? And I made the decision to leave my corporate car business for almost twenty years and my intentions were to go back, Brian, and but I God said I want you to go speak to the world and many people laughed at me, doubted me. And um almost six years later I've shared the world. I've shared the stage worldwide in Asia, England, with Les Brown, Tom Bilew, John Maxwell, and Andy Elliott. I just came back from an event where I got the chance to spend some time with Tim Grover. So let people laugh at you, ladies and gentlemen, because they right just because they're not capable of it doesn't mean you're not.
1: You know, it's amazing. It's been said on our show that that life happens for us, not to us. And uh, you know, some of these things. Oh, look, I, I, I have I have this conversation with kids all the time. I coach high school athletes, and it's like, oh wait, things didn't go your, the way you mm. expected them to go. Oh my gosh, <laughs> get used to that, right? <laughs> So, yeah.
0: all right, we, we have to get into this. we got to dive into this. Daniel, there are so many people, so many, and I had no idea until I stepped into this realm of every every time I turn around, there's another person who's like, I want to be a speaker. I want to be an author. I want to have a show. Uh, blah, blah, And it's it's interesting because there's a lot of people that want things, and then there's a lot of people that do things. And you have chosen to do and to act and to get out there. And not everyone has it in them. Not everyone has this ability and this drive. So like you said, you were in corporate. You were, you know, this wasn't your thing. We're going to talk about what your thing is. But you went through this, I don't know, let's say this obstacle, this challenge, this terrible thing that could have been terrible, and you turned it around. When, you know, and I know that you are a, you know, you are someone who is very much religious and, and really does believe and has a lot of hope, but what the heck, it, you go from like, I'm going to buy a car dealership to I'm going to be a speaker. I don't know about you. I don't know, Brian, like, it's kind of like, mm, like, what <laughs> the heck? Tell us the bridge that this happened.
2: Well, the thing is I had a hundred employees. So every Monday I would do the sales meeting. And every Monday, I would speak for 30 minutes. That was the meeting. And uh, I didn't do the meeting because I wanted to be an egotistic leader. I did it because I genuinely loved inspiring and pouring into our employees, pouring into our team. And as I, I look back, I did that, man, probably for almost eight years straight. And that was the, that was the foundation I was getting my reps in. And so many people want to be or do something, and but they never get the reps in. And they want to be great, right? Everybody wants a great podcast, like two crazy, right? Two fit crazies, but... <laughs> They don't do the reps, right? They think that they, it's going to come naturally. No, the way you're going to get better is by doing podcast episodes. So as I look back, God was preparing me every single Monday, an hour meeting. I would speak for 30 minutes, and then we'd do other things in the meeting, but that was the foundation. One day I found myself I didn't think anything big of it. I was we would give out these Chevrolet plaques because I, I ran the dealership, so I was kind of the face of the dealership in South San Antonio. And the principal goes, Do You want to say some stuff, some, some words to the students? I was like, No, I don't have anything to say. <laughs> right? I didn't. I was like, And I, as I sat down, I just felt like God said, You just talked about attitude. Talk about attitude. The idea came to me. And I said, You know, I can I, I can probably talk to about attitude for 10 minutes or so. She goes, Really? That'd be fantastic. 35 minutes later, I had over 300 people, 300 students yelling and screaming, I'm a winner. I'm a champion. I just had a sales meeting, but I just changed the words around. And I was like, wow. The true breakthrough came three weeks later. I got this email from a counselor, and it didn't sound like it started off pretty positive. A mother had emailed her and said, who is this car guy that came and spoke at this school? Who is he? And I'm like, oh, shit. What did I do? (laughs) And then the email made me cry. It says, tell him I said, thank you. Eloy has never been loving himself more. My son looks in the mirror, puts on the Chevrolet cap. That this gentleman gave him and says, I love you. I believe in you, Eloy. And the rest is just history. I just, I cried when I read that email and I saved that email, not knowing why I printed it out. Well, five years later, when my wife was diagnosed with breast cancer, that's the email that I found printed out in my tie rack that gave me the confidence that I could do that because I had done it before one time.
0: The reps. Yeah. I'm going to say this like, um, the reps, right? Every single thing that I think all of, all of us do, right? Every all of those jobs we've had, the professions that I don't know. Why I'm talking with my hands today. Well, that's it. I'm, gonna, <laughs> that's hit, I'm like Brian's, like Get in, out of here. you know. Um, but that's the thing. Like it's so fascinating that everyone, you know, say, "Oh, I want to be a speaker. I want to be a Well, there's a there's a journey that you need to go through. There's things like you have to learn. I mean. Again, whatever the heck I do, people are like, what do you do?
1: Those reps come in many forms. Right.
0: The reps of, like, you know, getting a degree or working in business for a while or. Or the
1: skin knees and yeah. hiccups and the bad things that have happened to you that you can kind of uh, that you have to overcome or you learn from hopefully, and uh, you know those those are those are reps too man like I am grateful for those reps uh, it, just as much as I am for the successes and the springboards and all those other things that have you know put me in, in a position to do more good. Uh yeah so what uh, so tell us tell us more about that I mean your uh, first of all your wife she okay she uh, everything's good yeah she, no yeah. my wife is
2: doing amazing she she now she tells me what to do yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah right she, she's breast cancer free she had her last surgery in 2021 so praise God for that beautiful I, I'll tell you if I would if I would know right now Christine and Brian that I had to go through what I went through. And by no means am I over. Um, Even this year has been a whole year of adversity. But the the, – I would say this is what I would call it, the cocoon stage of building yourself up to the new you. Because you can't go into speaking. You can't do – right? You can't go into anything being the old you. And so many people don't call it the cost. And this is what I want to tell your audience. Your new life is going to cost you your old life. Your new career is going to cost you your old career. Your new identity is going to cost you your old identity. And so many people, they don't want to embrace the new. And I cried, man. I cried. I have beat up recycle bins. I have broken wine glasses. <laughs> but it's part of what you go through because you've never done it before. You've never experienced it before. And most people, when they get in that metamorphosis stage, right, when they're going from the cocoon to the butterfly – they kill themselves because, A, either they want help in the middle of the cocoon stage. And if you think about this, Brian, think about this, Christine, is that if you and I were to go and, and physically, out of the goodness of our heart and say, let me let the butterfly out, right? Let me cut the cocoon open. What happens to the butterfly? dies. It dies. Yeah. Because the very adversity of, of, of the cocoon that it has to break through that shell, the butterfly, that's what gives the butterfly the strength to fly, so when you go on there and and you try to cut shortcut the process and help the butterfly, we mean well. And so many times in in, in our own lives, we have people around us that, right? I don't I don't like to enable people. You got to really use wisdom when you're. Right? I do a lot of business coaching. I'm one of the top business coaches in South Texas. And and you got to understand when to to really intercede and when okay, like you got to go through this. Like there's no there's no other way. Because you got to grow through this to go to the next level where God's going to take you in your life and your business. But so many people, yes, we help people. Yes, I'm not saying that, but there's a time where you have to go through the process. And put it this way, somebody saying, "Daniel, I, I hear what you're saying, but I don't believe in it." Well, if you're if you're if you're in the Marines and you're going through basic training, I don't care who you are, your drill sergeant is not going to help you do those pushups either. You do them <laughs> or you get out. It's not that the drill sergeant doesn't love his Marines, doesn't love the fact, right? It's not, not, hasn't It has the fact that you have to go through the darn process, and many people are so weak-minded, they don't want to go through the process. They want a handout, and it doesn't work that way in business. Whether it's a speaker, a trainer, a real estate agent, whatever it is you want to be, it's like you're going to have to go through the process, and you're going to have to understand that the new things in your life are going to cost you the old things. Are you willing to let go and throw away those old things? And many people ain't.
1: All I'm hearing is, I, I'm hearing just, as you say that, just patience. How much does patience play a part of that?
2: Well, it's more than patience, right? It's it's more than patience because you have to do the work. Like, you can have all the patience you want. Sure. but and, and, and Christine made a comment. I'm not religious. I, I believe in Jesus Christ, right? But I'm not religious. And so many people are so religious that they expect God to do everything for them. And, mm-hmm. and they don't do anything, right? They're just mm-hmm. sitting there and, okay, like, I'm waiting for my breakthrough. No, you got to go out there and and... The, it's like, what seeds are you planting, right? First, first, and, and I love what you said, Brian, first you got to do this, right? Because think of a farmer. The farmer doesn't say, well, I got to be patient. No, the farmer says, A, I got to go and get the, get, get the toilet, right? I got to toilet the land. And then B, I got to go out there and plant the seeds. So once he plants the seeds and he waters it, then comes the patient part, right? So there's, there's two or three steps as the farmer's getting ready for his harvest, right, for the crop to come out. And so many of us, we just wait patiently or we just there. Like, no, you got to go out there. You got to – there's a preparation of the land. You got to plant the seeds and then you got to water the seeds. And so many of us, A, we don't get the proper preparation or B, we don't plant any seeds. And then C, we don't water it because we get – right? We get impatient, like Brian was saying and we never wait patiently. So the question is, are you doing the steps you need to do? And then that's where the patience comes in because many people – Sure. They want, right? They, I figured this out. One of my coaches showed me this, and I was like, man, it makes a lot of sense. He goes, Daniel, when you're going to the next level, as you come into 2024, this is what's going to happen. And then he, goes, I he goes, I'm going to prepare you because it's going to come at you even worse, right? He goes, anybody of great stature, they get attacked. If you look at Michael Jordan, he got attacked. If you looked at Tiger Woods, he got attacked. If you look at Brad Lee or some of these big influencers, they go through some stuff. Even even at my let, either you inspire people by what you do because you give them hope that they can do it too, or be the people that don't do it. You just remind them of the things that they should be doing that they're not doing. So those are the people that are envious and jealous, and 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 it's not on you. And when I was younger, in my first years of business, I was I like I would take it personal, but and when I realized like. Shit, it has nothing to do with Daniel. <laughs> it has nothing to do with Brian. It has nothing to do with Christine. Like Christine's a badass and winning all these awards working out because she's doing the rep. She's doing the work.
1: That's right. Oh, she's
2: getting lucky, right? And there's many trainers out there that are like, oh, just uh, her again. Like no, Her again. She's waking up at 4 o'clock again. She's doing the things again. Day in, month out, 2021, 2022. But people don't see what you do in the dark, and that's the part that people miss is they don't see the part that Brian and Christine do in the dark but they want the success they want what you have but they're not willing to get up and do the things in the dark when nobody's watching them Isn't I like the that word the truth
0: I like the word dark that you're using <laughs> because there are a lot of dark moments for those of us that have been climbing and crawling and pulling ourselves up and up and up and I think you know what you just said and the whole idea number 1 is that Everybody needs a coach or a mentor or a something. You need to be a part of different groups. You need to network. You need to show up. Like all the things that we say to people, right? But there's more to it because you look at, I think, social media. And I'm going to ask you about this, too. Social media plays a really big role because they look and they say, all right, this is Daniel Gomez. He does this millionaire mind and and all of these great Boot camps and programs and it's like "Mm, Yeah you know what he's just successful So I'm gonna I'm gonna join And right away overnight I'm gonna be successful too he's just gonna give me This list and I'm gonna do it and And now I'm annoyed because It's been three Weeks and I don't have his Success and Meanwhile We've all been through decades Of these (laughs) ups and downs Of many dark times people don't see that. And what's interesting, I think is with social media, um, it's, it's very interesting because people will say, Oh my gosh, you're doing so great. And this and that, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, we all have a curtain, <laughs> right? There's all the curtains that you, we don't always open those curtains for people to see because we do want them to be inspired. We don't want to show them all the dark all the time because, they have to see that for themselves, so I guess I would love for I you. Love, I love that.
2: As a matter of fact, right. I just did a live because right? my our, so part of the part part of the success, right? Our, our Facebook account got right. hacked, uh, like almost six weeks ago, and I couldn't do lives. And then we got our credit card charged up, and it, it stunk, right? It, was, it wasn't it was good. And it, we barely got our live back today, so I did a live and I said, Right. I'm here telling you that it's, it's, it's an adversity that you're going through. How are you going to handle that adversity? Like, what is a lesson? And maybe for me, it was like, man, I didn't realize how, how dependent I was on just being on social media Mm -hmm. or just Mm -hmm. addicted to the phone it was. And so I'm like, well, why bother? Right. Cause my algorithm's down. I'm not getting any engagement. I'm in profile risk mode because, right. I got hacked out of Lebanon and all this content they put up there that they removed, but it's just, and it's still not a hundred percent, but. I'm like, you know what, God, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for the fact that I was able to recover my account. So A, at least I don't have to start back from ground zero and zero <laughs> followers. Like I would have lost all my grooves, but so it's, it's seeing the good and in the, in the bad. I and mean, many the people, they just see the bad and the bad and the bad. And they wonder why their life never gets better because they, when you see the bad and the bad, that's all you talk about. And I said, well, thank you, God, that I got my Facebook account. Thank you that I can go live now. And hey, in the gratitude, the smallest gratitudes—that's where the promotion comes. But people just focus on the bad, and they expand on that. And and I love what you said about social media, right? To another, to extend on that even more is you got to stop comparing your chapter one to someone's chapter twenty. Mm-hmm.
1: You got to stop comparing mm-hmm.
2: your chapter one to someone's chapter twenty. And and so like right right now, I'm, I'll say I'm in chapter twelve. Well, my coach, Coach Michael Bird, he's in chapter twenty. He has a jet. He has a house in mm-hmm. Florida. I want that, right? Not because I want to be envious, but because I have a desire in my heart. I want to have a private jet because I'm going to be speaking all over the world. And it's not because of he has one. It's just that's a desire that I, that God put in my heart that I want, but I understand that he's where I want to go. So like your point, I'm going to be under his wing as he's be my mentor. He'll be my coach. Cause that way I can understand. Cause this is the main thing that people don't understand, Brian and Christine is that the language on these levels is totally different than the language on these levels. And I can tell you, I've never conversed with Tim Grover, had a real conversation until this past weekend, and his language is totally different.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He's a different kind of guy, right?
2: (laughs) The language is totally different, and most people don't understand the power of your words. And they wonder why they're speaking all this trash to themselves, and they wonder why their lives don't change.
1: Mm. Isn't that the truth? Watch what you say. (laughs) <laughs> Big. Uh, well, that's what you said. Can I
0: just mention but that that you said Facebook? My Instagram got hacked. How about that? You know, like I'm like, oh, good. Ten years of my Instagram growing and gone. Right. And I remember, you know, it, it so it's hacked, and we've tried all these things, and you know, I'm still in the process. But I sit back and I'm like, at the grand scheme of things, right? Grand scheme of things. How much? Is this really going to hurt my brand, my business, my, right? And, you know, sometimes people are like, oh my gosh, this is, so what did I do? Immediately when I got locked out, created a new account, started putting up some, some new content and figured what's the worst that can happen now? I can actually create content exactly targeted to what I always wanted of where I am right now. I could sit here and feel bad for myself and oh woe is me, but it right. happens to all of us and it's okay.
1: Some of those chapters were still hanging out there, right? We're on new chapters right now, it's so it's good. To, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tell us, tell us about, uh, tell, us no, about no. tell us about the business. Let's tell the audience about what you're doing. Well, it's Millionaire Mind boot camps and and the speaking and and just I guess uh, you know where did it start? Where is it now? And uh, you know what's the basis of it? You know what's the kind of basic platform and where
2: does it lead to? Well, when I first started, I came out as a straight up motivational speaker. They didn't have any products. I didn't have any services. All I had was me. <laughs> it was just Daniel Gomez. Yay! You're enough. And the funny part is when I was, when I was learning about branding. This is how funny it is, right? So I, I was, I was part of this group and one of the girls goes, man, we, we need a brand you. Right. I'm like, okay. She goes, Daniel Gomez inspires. I'm like, Daniel Gomez inspires. That sounds corny. <laughs> and I was like, no, nah, I don't like it. She goes, I know because you're not used to it. Do it. So I said, okay. So I started doing some lives, and this is what I would say, Brian. This is Daniel Gomez with Daniel Gomez Inspires. And I look back, and I'm like, how stupid did that sound, right? <laughs> Daniel Gomez with Daniel – like I wasn't even embodying my own brand, my own identity. So I, I laugh at that because now when I introduce myself, it's like, oh, I say, hey, this is Daniel Gomez Inspires. How you doing, right? Because that's who I am. I am the brand. And as my speaking brand blew up, I did my first book, You Were Born to Fly, and that just gave us another revenue stream. So really, for the first year that we hit over a hundred thousand speaking, straight up speaking, I thought everybody was doing it, right? Yeah. I thought everybody was speaking and getting paid to speak, but they weren't. So then, as as I started evolving, people said, "Hey, well, how did you write your book?" Well, then I started doing a little bit of book coaching, which I did I wasn't really a book coach. I was like, "Hey, go talk to my my." I learned about affiliate, right? So my publisher said, "Hey, send me some people," and I I sent them somebody. I made a thousand dollars. I'm like. Or sending to somebody, I was sending people his way all the time. Guess yeah. what? That was another revenue stream because I had a book and people, right? So I was speaking, selling books, referring people. And then all of a sudden, COVID happened, and COVID was the best thing that happened to us to a whole other level mm. because that's where the Daniel Gomez Inspire Show was born. That's where our Sticker Shock Speaking Academy was born. And but now the engine is still speaking, right? That's the trunk of our business. We have a branch, the Daniel Gomez Inspire Show, we have another branch our Sticker Shock Speaking Academy, which carried us for like two years. It was probably the biggest part of our revenue uh, besides speaking, and we were just growing. So we had a speaking academy. We had speakers coming in from all over the country. Now we're international. We're in the process of rebranding that because we've had several people come in from Canada and Mexico. So now we're international. And the beautiful thing is now, like Christine said, now we got Rachel Best getting her own – like right now the fruits are coming out from people that had attended two years ago and people are like, "Well, what are you going to do for me?" Well, let me show you about Rachel Best. Right? She's knocking it out of the park. She's making money. We have. Let me tell you about Michelle Hoskins. Michelle Hoskins made over two hundred thousand in speaking because of what she learned at Sticker Shock Speaking Academy. Let me tell you. Let me tell you about Anthony Pollard. Anthony Pollard has crushed it. From September to September, he made over seventy five thousand dollars. That can be you because he applied what we taught him and he didn't give up. So we've had several people, not just one or two, we had multiple people that have been crushing and speaking out because of what they come and learn. And then from sticker shock, when God told me to write our book, our last book, The Makings of a Millionaire Mind, I didn't want to write it, Brian. I was like, no, Mm -hmm. like, Christine, no, like, tell God, right? Because when you talk about money, what happens? Oh, you're greedy, you're this and that. And, you know, I was speaking with John Maxwell and God just moved, right? And I say that because my assistant was looking at me. She's like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, nothing. Why? She goes, are you nervous? And I'm like, hell yeah, I'm nervous. I'm- John Maxwell's opening up. He's a keynote speaker. We got Dave Meltzer, and then we got Jesse Eights, the owner of the Hawks. Like, yeah, I'm nervous. Because like, she goes, you speak all the time. Yeah, but I never followed John Maxwell. Like, right? It's, it's like, but God just said, just get on stage and speak, and I'll take care of the rest. We had people crying. Like, literally, we sold out of our other book, You Were Born to Fly. And all we had was a mock-up to this book. Wasn't finished yet. I said, can you sell the book with the cover? She's like, yeah. We had 75 pre-orders by the time we got back to San Antonio. Now I was committed to selling a book. I had to finish it because I was sold. And the book led to our online program, The Makings of a Millionaire Mind. The boot camp here, we're having our fourth one already November, um, November 17th and 18th. And it's, we have it here in San Antonio, but it's a real boot camp where we challenge your belief systems about money. We challenge your relationship about money. We people don't even realize that like, all this crap that they think, they don't even know where it comes from. And people have had major breakthroughs where it's like, I never knew that about me. And it's not just about the money aspect. It's a huge part of it. But if you have a poor self-image, your life is never going to outgrow the poor self-image you have of yourself. And we go to that rude cause of, okay, well, what's causing you to have a poor self-image? What's causing you to, to see yourself this way? And many people don't realize, and this is a huge one, right? People don't realize they undervalue themselves. And when you undervalue yourself, like you're never going to make the money or charge what you should charge, and people don't see it until it's brought to their attention. So when you come to the Millionaire Mind Boot Camp, it really opens your eyes to a whole other level where you're like people – believe me, we, we've had many attendees cry and because they, they just don't realize how poor they think, to be honest with you.
0: Can you walk us through – I mean this is what fascinates me. There's There's a lot of different online things, but this is in person, and I would love just – Give our listeners an idea of what to expect. So when, so how many days, and then what's what's like the schedule like? What can they expect to to do and to leave with? Because that I think is big.
2: So the schedule is two days, and it's it's powerful because I want them to come to our beautiful city, San Antonio. Like Brian said, the Riverwalk. So we don't keep you there twenty four hours, like some of these. No, like you, it's from it's from nine to two thirty that way you have the afternoon to go have a nice dinner and really just enjoy San Antonio cuz it is a beautiful city. So from 9 to 2:30 in the morning we really give you the it's it's a huge like it's a huge just onslaught of of <laughs> of really challenging your thinking. And and right it's it's not it's not a conference where you come and oh Daniel speaks and no it's not about me it's about you. So we literally have two or three speakers now in the morning from 9 to 12. And what happens is they speak on different topics, and then we have a Q and A after every speaker. But there's many times where we'll be there, and someone will have them like they'll just be crying, and we'll like ask them, okay, well, what's going on? And they share it. So then, like they right, people learn from other people, and then we bring them on stage, and we make them do this exercise, right? So everybody's doing a certain mental exercise, and they're like they don't realize, like man, so it's very engaging. It's very like heartfelt. And then this is the the huge aspect of that is, you know, most people are broke because they have so much unforgiveness. So there's a real spiritual element. And I'm not talking about fufu. It's like we invite God to our conference, the secular conference, but God shows up and people don't realize that they're holding resentment towards their ex-ex-wife from 20 years ago. And that's the crap that's keeping you from being happy, right? Like, And that's the stuff that's keeping you in envy and jealousy and why you can't celebrate others and other people have been, right? This one guy came on and like he, first thing he said is, man, I'm an alcoholic. And he didn't realize that he was covering his problems with with alcoholism. He was functioning, but he goes, man, my business deserves more. And like no one told him that, but just the fact of that he was able to forgive himself. Like it's a financial breakthrough. Now his business is growing. So there's so many lids, right? There's, if I was to tell you what are the lids on the business, right? You got a spiritual lid, you got a financial lid. You got a business lid, you have a relationship lid, you have a health lid, and and many people don't realize that like there's different lids that why your business maybe is not going where it's at because you can have all the right. This is something that we really teach and they take away with. So to answer your question, they don't realize that that they can have all the business and skill set that they need to really have a successful business. And then they're like, but if you still have a problem and you don't believe, right? This is a, this is a huge key right here. Christine, we don't rise to the level of our degree of Harvard, UCLA, our skill set, our knowledge. We fall to what we believe we deserve. Hmm. We don't rise to our level of education and skill set and knowledge. We fall to what we believe we're worthy and deserving. And if you don't believe you deserve it, you know how I know? Because if not, everybody from Harvard would be a multi-multi-billionaire, and they're not. Mm-hmm. Everybody that goes to to these prestigious schools, no, most of them are forced failures than people that go to community colleges. And I don't say that in a mean way, but it's true, true because they don't believe they deserve it. Why? Because you got people in those prestige houses. A, a, a good example is, is a brothers That right? I mean, I can't remember the name, but, but, but the Melenders brothers, right? <laughs> oh god, that's because, you have, just because you have, but I'm being I'm being yeah, honest. Yeah, right? yeah. You, have, you have a parent at home that's insecure, that's a dictator, like that shit affects a kid. Like you don't it, I mean, I'm just being real. Like why would you ask me an honest question, I'm giving you an honest answer.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So so you got people that 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 they don't know how to treat people and their kids and then they wonder why their kids are having problems or looking for solutions outside the home. So I share that with you because there's a lot of people that come to the boot camp and, and the reason they're not succeeding in life is because they're hurt. This is the key, though, right? Everybody's heard this. Right, Brian? Hurt people hurt people. Uh-huh. But what if you're unknowingly hurt and now you're unknowingly hurting people? Right. That pain
1: What's is… that again? That pain no, is… No, let me
2: say yeah. you're missing it. No, if you're unknowingly hurt, then you're unknowingly hurting people until it's brought to your attention. And I think that's the part that most people miss that they don't realize that. Because most people don't want to confess that they're hurt because it's a sign of weakness.
0: I think people don't want to hear negative things about themselves pointed out as well. And I think sometimes when, you know, we, we all know people that have those deep, dark things in their closets, right? That they're there and if someone were to point it out they may not even accept it they may not be ready to bring that out to move past it and you know they may shy away from whatever's brought to their attention as well because you don't want to deal with it you don't want to get past some of that and that's but that's the excuse and that's why some people can make uh-huh. it through adversity and some people cannot i think and you know when when you come across with powerful words like millionaire mind that's a powerful (laughs) word right and boot camp those are scary to a lot of people but you know at the end of at the end of the day you know you're here saying listen i've been through some shit and i've also been able to rise and you know what daniel what i love about you is that you're walking the walk and there's a lot of people out there that are not walking the walk And that is, you know, when you say to answer authentically and whatnot, I am, that's one of the things that when I say, you know, we all need coaches, we all need mentors, but it's surrounding yourself with the people that are walking the walk. And that's, you know, that's why I wanted to share you with our listeners because, you know, and, and have you talk about, you know, what do you do when you go out there? Number one, I think there's nothing better than being in person. Sometimes to be taken away from your natural environment to be fully immersed in something where you can sit back and say, all right, you know what? I'm going to listen. I'm going to be present and take a deep look, deep dive into what I am doing. And vulnerable. And, you know, that it's so true. We tend to fall back in what we think we deserve. I mean, we're all probably guilty of it, right? We're all guilty of this at certain points in our lives. And it's surrounding yourself with, okay, now you go to this, you know, you go to this today or you take a certain program. It's now what? Now, you know, now what do we do? We listen to your show. We, you know, get involved with your groups or now they've networked. What? So now what do we expect? You know, we come here and what, what's the, the rest of this now? What should everyone be doing after they leave?
2: Well, it the, the so when when you come in right we like after after the boot camp, we have a mastermind weekend we we actually have it at my house and and I didn't want to do this and my wife said no we need to have it at the house I'm like no like I, I right and I'm just being honest right because I I mean that's why people either love me or hate me because I just I'm just I just speak from the heart like I don't want people at my house right I, I don't <laughs> fair enough because Daniel has trust issues right Daniel has trust <laughs> issues. But it's like I'm getting over those trust issues from when I was a kid. And I said, yeah. So like this past August, we had 10 people that came in and into our house, intimate setting, actually 11 people. And they got a chance to to taste the millionaire life, right? They drove the golf cart. And one of them, right? One of, one gets off on driving the golf cart and like being a kid. One enjoyed just being in the back in the pool like, wow. And the other one enjoyed, hey, can I drive the Corvette? Can we go for a ride on the Corvette? And like so everybody has their own hot button. And you got to understand that as a leader. So when you come to the Millennial Mind Retreat, we definitely break it, right? It's a more intimate event where it's really a mastermind, right? Where we really go deeper and we put you on the hot seat and it's like everybody's for you. And just the bonds that are formed. So that's the next level of that. And people were just, right? People cried at the boot camp. Now it's a deeper, a deeper revelation. But when you come in, you can taste it and see it for yourself. You're like, man, maybe this is possible for me. And like for me... I'm always challenging myself. I passed up this past week. I passed up on a speaking engagement to go hang out with Tim Grover and Andy Elliott and Coach Burke because I wanted to see what was the Lions Den about, right? And I wanted to go taste my dream because I want to have my own training facility, right? My own Lions Den or like Coach Burke says, his own greatness factory. I want that for me. I can see that in the future. But if I never go see it, how am I going to know what it's going to look like? Now I have a vision. I want to have my own stage, right? Because we have events every three or four months. I'm spending thousands of dollars. Man, I could go buy a building maybe and build it out. Now I got to think about that. So it's challenging myself to go and touch the dream myself. And then just like you said, this is this is, this is, a, this is a thing that people don't realize so much. Your your, your mind, your brain doesn't need you to live. Let me say that again, ladies and gentlemen. Your mind, your brain doesn't need you to live. Your, 95% of the stuff we do every day, we don't even do it knowingly, we do it unaware because our subconscious programming is running everything. I guarantee you only 3% of your, of your daily life is cognitive 3%. So when you wake up to your point of what you said, Christine, when you're here watching a conference in front of the computer, you're still in the environment of where your, where your brain knows, okay, I'm in my, I'm in, I'm in my familiarity. So when you force yourself to go to Scottsdale and you're getting lost and finding these directions, Like I'm taking in all these optics like, okay, because we're taking over – write this down, ladies and gentlemen. You're taking over a million optics a second, over a million optics a second. So you're taking all these optics and you're like, wow. And then I saw this – I mean I I saw a house like that's my next house. I kind of – it gave me the vision of the driveway I wanted with the six-car garage. I'm like, okay, how do I want my six-car garage to look like? I saw it. But if I would have never gone there to taste the dream and feel it, I would have never seen it. So now your brain's expanding. And once your brain expands, it never collapses back to its original size. As to watching Andy Elliott or the conference here on screen. Oh, I'm familiar, right? Your mind knows it. Cause you know what the funniest thing was when I'm saying this comes to mind? We've been in our new house now going on over three and a half years. When we moved in here, you talk about self-sabotage big time. It hit me because one morning I woke up. I'm like, I want coffee and I, I said, it's great. Go downstairs. I'm like, okay, go downstairs. There's no downstairs. <laughs> my old house. Okay. Daniel wants coffee. Walk down the stairs, go around the corner, right next to the refrigerator. You got your coffee, your cake cups. You put it in the Keurig. That was a routine. Walk downstairs, go get coffee. And I never forget. I really thought my, I need to go downstairs. And I'm thinking to myself, there's no damn downstairs, but that's because our mind is already hardwired. That when Daniel wants coffee for the last 15 years, he went down the stairs. People, people don't think about that. And another thing, I was, I'll end with this and give it back to you all, right? When you get in the shower, what do you do first? You don't have to think, well, am I going to put shampoo on first? Am I going to brush my teeth first? Am I going to wash my body first? If you brush your teeth first, you're gonna, you you're to—you always brush your teeth. If you put shampoo on your hair, you always put shampoo on your hair. If you wash your body, you don't got to tell yourself that. That's the things that I'm explaining to you that 95% of your life is done automatically. Yep. And most human beings aren't even aware of it. I love that. I speak about mm-hmm. that as well, right?
1: If you don't believe it, wait for your power to go out for an extended period of time <laughs> and watch how many light switches you flick as you go in the room, right? All the time. And that, that goes with eating and thinking and, and, and everything else that we do. It's, 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 a, it's a main theme in, in uh, a lot of what I do. So that's, uh, it's great to hear that reiteration from you on that. We just, we're a lot, of so many people just going through the motions uh, and, and just not, you know, living, uh, so to speak. Uh, my my last one that I have for you today. What do you say to the person that comes to you and saying, I just want you to tell me what to do. What what do I have to do? I'll do it. You know, I'm just, uh, you know, just give me the answer and then I'll, I'll do it. You know, I'm going to follow your your blueprint mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, just just tell me what to do. I want to be just like you.
2: <laughs> I say, how bad do you want it? <laughs> All
1: right. How uh, bad
2: do you want it? Because it's going to cost you more than you think. And I'm not talking about financially. That's definitely an aspect of it, but Mm -hmm. it's going to cost you more emotionally, physically, and how bad do you want it? And and most people never get asked that because it's it's going to cost you more than you think. And and not and right, it's going to cost you more than what you think financially. It's going to cost you more than what you think emotionally. It's going to cost you more than what you think relationally because you're going to lose some people, right? You're going to lose some people, but you're not going to lose your people. And I was just having this conversation. I was just having this conversation with with um someone yesterday, one of our clients. I said, "Look, you got to understand that as you continue to evolve, the people that got you to where you're at may not get you to your next level where God's taking you to. And you got to be okay. Either you outgrow that community or you outgrow that relationship, and then God has another relationship that takes you to a different to a different level, a different plateau. But we get so comfortable and so attached." To, to, to a community or a friend. And there's nothing wrong with that. Not that you're going to like leave people, but sometimes that season's over. And sometimes we try to extend those seasons too much when God say, nope, I got, I got Christine waiting for you. Like go connect with Christine because the truth is this is that you have to make room for the new. And the only way to make room for the new is you have to release some of the old.
0: I love, I love this. And you, I'm going to go back to what you said before. That your new identity will cost you your old identity. I freaking love that because (laughs) as someone and many of us, many listeners as well, life is about constantly evolving. If you're living, if you're living, L-I-V-I-N, we're living, Mm -hmm. right? It's about evolving. It's about reinventing yourself. It's about, you know, that's what life is about. You're moving forward. You're not stagnant doing the same exact thing, the same routine over and over again. That's actually... Insanity, right? That's really the definition of insanity. And I I think there is so much power in that ability to say, hey, it's okay that I'm not hanging out with the same people. And what you were saying is bringing people to your house. Listen, you worked your ass off for that nice house. And you should be like, yeah, this is my house. Woo! I worked hard. And if someone wants to be you, like the same thing. Christine, how do I – you know, oh, how do I look like you? How do I perform like you? How do I get speaking like you? I'm like, are are you sure? Because it's really Mm. freaking hard and there's a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, a lot of tears, a lot of blood, all right, that went into whatever it was and you don't see that, which brings it back to I used to be this person and now I'm this person and, you know, Brian and I joke, right, about, you know, like (laughs) there was no such thing as a podcast, right, when... I don't know how many years ago, 20 years ago. And then now we've been podcasting for six and a half years. And we're like, all right, what, what's next? Like, what are we going to do in 10 years? Like, it's not probably going to be podcasting. Like, it's not even invented yet. Are we holograms, like somewhere? <laughs> um, two fit crazies in a microphone hologram right? show, you know? Um,
1: Our kids are working on it. They're going right. to, they, they better get to work. They're going to invent something that we never even thought of. Um, yeah.
0: but, but being in the room, being around people that, like you, you know, you keep saying, you're like, oh, you know, speaking with John Maxwell, my joke is people are always like, Tony Robbins, Tony Robbins. And I'm like, dude, I am Tony Robbins. Like, <laughs> I am going to be on the stage with him. He's going to be like, this is Christine. I'm going to let it go for now. And you, you know, you kind of, it doesn't happen overnight, right? But
2: yeah, there it is. But at the end, and that's the mistake that people make is right away they compare, right? And it's like, well, I don't want to be Tony Robbins. Right. I'm Daniel Gomez. Right. Yeah, because I'm yeah. I'm gonna reach. My gift is different than Tony's, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna reach an audience that he's never gonna reach. And I, and what I mean by that is, I'll never forget. And this this really helped me understand and helped me take my speaking to the next level. And that's when we really started taking our revenue up. Was E.T. was was um he had a lid on his speaking, and he goes when I go to when when I go to high schools, I crush it. When I go to prisons, I crush it. I relate. I identify. He goes, I go to corporate and I don't feel I belong. Uh
1: huh.
2: Les Brown took him under his wing and says, the only reason you're not number one is because you don't believe you're number one. The only reason you don't, be, you don't think you belong in, in corporate. You're not succeeding in corporate because you don't think you belong in corporate. The moment you get that trash talk out of your mind, you're going to skyrocket. He goes, if you think, if you think that I can reach everybody, I can't. Les Brown told him that. If you think that Tony Robbins can reach your body, he can. You're, you're, you're making a wrong decision. You're going to reach people, E.T., that I'll never reach. And he cried during that that interview, that segment. And I cried. I said, you know what? I'm going to reach the Hispanic community. Or I'm going to reach people that, uh, that, that they'll never reach. And if there's six, seven billion people in the world, I got my own audience. So I'm not even trying to compete with them because that's their chapter. I got my own chapter. And when I spoke, and I heard this right before I went and I spoke with, with John Maxwell, it just God just had it in my, right? Gave me the the, the, the formula for my own recipe. And I'll tell you what, our, and I don't say this arrogantly, our table was busier than anybody's table because I spoke from who I was in my gift and people could relate with that. I'm not trying to be anybody else, but Daniel Gomez inspires. And I want your audience to hear this. Don't be anybody else. Just be who God created you to be walking your name and walk in your authority. And when you do that, you're going to attract the right people because you don't want everybody because not everybody's for you. And that's one thing I think I had to learn as an entrepreneur, as a business owner. We want everybody to like us. Not everybody's going to like you. And it's a hard pill to swallow. But when you face that reality, whether you're a realtor, whether you're a fitness trainer, whoever you're listening listening to this right now, just be you, man. That's all you got to be. And let your gift shine. And when you put your gift out there, People will come to you. And my gift is, I talk about speaking. I talk about money. I talk about business and whoever it relates to, they come to us. Cause even though our Facebook was down, we still did great. I mean, our revenue grew during these months, these last two months. But it's just, it's, it's when you let the people hear your heart, they can connect with it. But if you don't put your heart out there, and I truly believe this, Christine and Brian, is this next level, as we go into 2024, this next level of business is going to be. Can people really fill your heart? Because that's what's going to draw in those clients that that we need. And because that people are—they're not dumb, right? They hear the same pitch, they hear the same commercials, and but where's the fruit, right? We planted the seed. Where's the fruit of what you planted? Michelle Hoskins over two hundred thousand. Our people are doing it, right? People, we're we're changing people's lives. I see it.
0: I told you he's great.
1: He's the <laughs> best.
0: <laughs> Daniel. Chevy guy. Gomez he's a Chevy guy. <laughs> I got my reading right here.
1: <laughs> That's it. We got a couple of them Chevys. That's it. See?
0: I told you, Daniel Gomez inspires, right? Uh-huh. Let's talk about it. Oh my gosh. Listen, I am so happy that you took some time to talk to our listeners and get on with the. You are now a part of the two fit. Crazy in a Microphone archives live on forever. Daniel, I do want you to – we're going to put all of this in the show notes for everybody. But I want you to tell everyone where can they go to find out about your programs, about the show, about the books, all of it, social media, hit it.
2: Yeah, so just – I'll tell you what I want to do for you all, guys. I'm going to send you a link. I want I want your audience to schedule a complimentary discovery session with me. It's my gift to your community for the two yes. big crazy. Woo. You're going to get a complimentary training session or of some of my time cuz I want to pour into you. And then I want you to go to the right now and get an autographed copy of my book here in the United States. And if you don't have, if we're not in the states, go to Audible. We have an Audible of our book. So get an Audible of The Makings of a Millionaire Mind. I promise you it's going to change your business, it's going to change your life. And lastly, go to the and get our boot camp ticket. Our next one's going to be May 17th and 18th here in San Antonio, Texas. You don't want to miss it because lives are going to be changed. We've already sold many, 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 many tickets. It's going to be amazing. We're going to have our keynote speaker, the Miracle on the Hudson River man himself, Dave Sanderson, oh. great friend of mine. And it's going to be powerful. And I guarantee you this. If your life's not impacted, I'll give you your money back. That's how confident I am because everybody that comes, something happens to them. That's the makings of a mind boot camp november 17th and 18th it's the weekend before thanksgiving so i love y'all guys man i'm i'm I'm, thank y'all for having me i enjoyed this (laughs) yeah good well we're glad we're glad all love
0: listen it's been six and a half years of love we try not to bring people on that you know don't love and are not fascinating and um you know it's about it's about uh all rising up together and and thanks for
1: the generous offer to our audience too that's fantastic we appreciate that
0: and um I will be in touch with you because I will be in San Antonio in about two weeks, hit you up, maybe at least give you a high five in person. She wants to
1: ride the Corvette and the golf cart.
0: Yeah, Yeah. 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 she
1: wants to float in the pool.
0: And the horse (laughs) and the cowboy hat. Right, also that. Oh, my
2: gosh. So so on on a side note, there is is a small town, uh, probably from downtown San Antonio, about 45 minutes away, called Bandera, Texas, and they still have – Horses that they drive, that they ride around town. Okay, you can, you, can you can literally walk up, ride your horse to a restaurant, and tie it up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. By the way, should I tell you now or not that one of my bucket list things is to do like a cattle drive? <laughs> 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 I kid you not. Right. I don't know why. It's like one of those things, that I'm. I, I just kind of want it like for a day, though, not like for weeks, but just. And I also don't even ride horses, so there's there's that part as well. But
1: listen, Kristen, I think with a little bit of patience and uh, some hard work, you'll do that cattle drive, okay? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I think that'll happen. Is it on your vision board? (laughs) Oh my
0: gosh, stop it! I'm teasing. (laughs) Daniel, it has been a complete pleasure, and I thank you so much. And you know what? With that said. It is Christine Conte. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are two fit crazy. And the microphone. We are where it's at.
1: Peace.